Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. faithful Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come Silver! Let's go, big fellow! I'll Silver! It was a warm night, and the Lone Ranger and his Indian companion, Tonto, were sleeping under the stars just outside the entrance to their cave hideout in the Enchanted Hills. Suddenly, the two men were aroused by distant shots. Otto. You hear those shots? Uh, hear them? They seem to come from over on the Redskin Trail. We better go investigate. Saddle horses, Kimasabi. I'll help. We'll save time that way. Uh, me not here anymore, shooting. We'll ride to the trail anyway. It's too warm to sleep. Silver and Scout be glad to get going. Yes. Hurry and saddle up, Tonto. I'm anxious to find out about those shots. Me not see anything yet. Maybe we ride in wrong direction. Seems to me those shots came up this way. You say it could be that we... Look ahead in the moonlight, Tonto. There on the trail. Ah, uh, 
Looked like somebody lying on trail. Mon Silver! Get him up, scout! Mon Silver! Oh, 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 oh. Plenty bad. Him unconscious. Bullet wound in his back. We'll apply bandages and we'll take him back to camp with us. His horse must have run away. That's right. All right, Tunnel, let's get busy. Uh-huh. The Lone Ranger and Tonto took the stranger to their camp, where they did all they could to overcome the effect of his wound. It was late afternoon of the following day before the stranger finally opened his eyes and stared at the Indian and the masked man who bent over him. Oh, water. Give me water. The canteen, Toto. Ah, oh, yeah. Thanks. Here's water. Easy, fella. Take it easy now. Thanks. Who are you? I don't try to talk now. You've been badly wounded, but you'll come through all right, so don't worry. Hey, here's a canteen, Toto. Now, me get herb medicine. It make him sleep. Him soon be all right. That mask. Were you the one who did We this? were here in camp. We heard shots and went to investigate. We found you lying on the trail and brought you here. But the mask... Uh, no, I'm not an outlaw. Now you'd better rest. We can talk after you regain your strength. No, I... I want to talk now. Uh, here. I... Here, medicine. Now you take it. Uh-huh. Oh, that, that's bitter. Uh-huh. But it do you good. Make you sleep. Get well. No, I, I don't want to sleep now. My name's Strong. Bob Strong. I've got to... There, there. <coughs> Lie back and rest. When you have more strength, Bob, we'll have a long talk. Right now, you'd better sleep. Within a short time, the mysterious stranger fell into a deep sleep, and Tonto left for Frontier Town to get supplies. It was dusk when he returned. Oh, Scout, oh, Father. Oh, Father. Oh. Well, Tonto, any news in town? Ah. Uh, me hear strange talk in Silver Dollar Cafe, Kimasabi. Oh? What did you hear? Well, me get supplies. And me stop at cafe. Yes. While me there, two men come in. Me hear them talk. Comes lawyer Jim Masters from Clifton. Hi, Jim. Coming to Frontier Town to start a law business? Hello, Jed. <laughs> well, you're whiskered, and Jed's not have the law practice tied up here in Frontier. Oh, uh, this is a young client of mine, Jed. Meet Bob Strong. I'm glad to know you, Jed. Well, same here. Going to sue somebody in town, maybe? Oh, no. No, nothing like that. Bob is from St. Louis. He inherited the mine out near the Enchanted Hills. That's right. My uncle, old Silas Strong, left it to me. Well, that's fine. Recollect, old Silas. He used to live in that old miner's shack out in the hills. That's right. I have a syndicate that wants to buy that mine. We're here to straighten things out with Judge Knight. He handled Silas's affairs. It sounds like you stand to get a lot of money, young fellow. That's right. He will as soon as things are settled. Come on, uh, have a drink with us. Well, I don't mind if I do. Three drinks, barkeep. All right. We'll celebrate Bob's good fortune. He's a mighty lucky young fella. You can bet on that. Well, them, them have several drinks. 
Then them leave cafe. Me come tell news right way. Hmm. The young stranger we found said his name is Bob Strong. That's right. We'll go see if he's awake and question him. Come on, Toto. I, I was just going to call for you. I feel much better. Well, that's good, Bob. Perhaps we can talk now. Oh, yes, I, I want to. Can you tell us anything about what happened last night? I was on the way to my uncle's mining shack out near here. I'm from St. Louis. I see. Go on. On the train out here, I met a lawyer by the name of Masters. He was leaving the train at Frontier Town and taking the stage to a town called Clifton. Mm -hmm. That man we hear talking town, Kimasami. Yes, Tonto. Well, what else, Bob? I told Masters I'd inherited a mine from my uncle and showed him a letter I had from a Judge Knott in Frontier Town. Did you see Judge Knott? No, the train got in late last night. It was such a warm, moonlight night, I... I decided to get a horse and ride out to see the mine. In fact, Masters suggested that I do it. Hmm. That's interesting. Masters got me a horse and told me to join him at the hotel when I got back. He was to leave on the afternoon stage for Clifton. Masters didn't leave on the stage. He's still in Frontier Town, Bob. Well, uh, what about the shooting? I don't know. I was riding along and suddenly several shots rang out. That's all I remember. Mm, that's not good. No. Bob, we looked through your pockets when we brought you here. They were empty. But the letter from Judge Knott... The letter is my... gone. And anything else you might have had. But that letter wouldn't be of any use to anyone but myself. I don't see why... I'm any... beginning to see the whole thing, Bob. Tonto just returned from Frontier Town. Masters is there introducing another man around under your name. Under my name? But why should Masters do... probably thinks you're dead. I believe he was the one who shot you last night to get that letter and your other credentials. Masters? But why he would he... He can pass off the other man as Bob Strong to judge not. The judge will turn over the mine to him. Then they'll sell out to a syndicate and skip for the money. I won't let him get away with it. Take it easy. I'll get to town and see Judge Take not it a... easy, Bob. Take it easy. The judge doesn't know you by sight, does he? No. Nobody out here knows me. That's what I thought. The man with masters has all your credentials and that letter. But I can't let him get away with it. I There's just can't. There's more to it than proving your identity to get the mine. Now, we have to prove, too, that masters deliberately tried to kill you. I, uh, I know Judge Not Bob. I have a plan that may make masters and the imposter working with him show themselves up for what they are. What can you do? Take it easy and leave things to Toto and me. We'll let masters have a bit of leeway for a day or so... Then we'll put my plan into effect. Meantime, Lawyer Masters and Bill Myers, the man who was posing as Bob Strong, left the Silver Dollar Cafe and went to Judge Knott's office. Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. What can I do for you? I'm Lawyer Masters from Clifton, Judge. I've come with my young client, Bob Strong. Well, so this is Bob Strong, huh? Glad to meet you, young fella. Thank you, Judge. Have chairs, won't you? Thanks. I'll get right to the point, Judge. Bob tells me he came out here to Frontier Town because you sent for him. Well, that's right, it did. I have your letter with me, sir. Good. That will help establish your identity. Of course, Bob has other credentials, too, sir. That's right. Here they are. Well, these seem to be proof enough that you're Bob Strong. Then uh, you're prepared to settle things with Bob this afternoon, perhaps? 
Well, now, I was just about getting ready to go home to supper. If you come around tomorrow afternoon, we'll get things settled once for all. All right, Judge. Bob and I will come back tomorrow about 2 o'clock. Yeah, that'll be fine. See you both at 2, then. That night, the Lone Ranger visited Judge Knott at his home. Oh, Silver. Oh, really, big fellow. It's my friend, the mass man. Good evening. Come right in. Thank you. Yeah, sit down, sir. I'm mighty glad you came to call. Well, thanks. Judge, uh, I've got something important to tell you. Uh, something wrong? I have reason to think there is. Did a young man who called himself Bob Strong come to see you today? Oh, yes, yes, he did. Brought a lawyer with him. Judge, I feel certain he's an imposter. An imposter? He showed me plenty of credentials and all. What makes you think that? There's a young fellow at our camp. He was shot from ambush last night. I'm sure he's Bob Strong. Well, now, I'm not one to ever doubt your word. But the credentials that young fellow showed to me prove beyond a doubt that he's the one. I realize that's about all you have to go on, Judge. But the young fellow at our camp told us his name before we knew the man that lawyer brought into your office. Yeah, of course, he could have heard about Bob Strong coming out here and the reason for his trip. Now, listen a minute, Judge. Does it sound reasonable to you that a man who's been shot from ambush and who has absolutely no identification of any kind with him would attempt to pass himself off as Bob Strong to get the legacy? Well, now, you really got a point there. You're really convinced, then, that Master's client is the imposter in this case? If I weren't convinced of it, I wouldn't have come to you about it, Judge. Well, I see. In that case, I'll hold up settlement of the affair that we can get description of the real Bob Strong telegraphed from St. Louis from some of his friends. Well, we can do that, of course. But I have a plan I'd like to put into effect in order to prove that the two men who came to see you were responsible for the attempt on Bob Strong's life last night. What? Why, they're coming back to see me tomorrow, two o'clock. Good. I need your help to carry out the plan I have in mind. Why, of course. You know I'll do what I can to see the justice is done. What's your plan? Now listen closely, Judge. I'll tell you exactly what to tell them when they come in to see you tomorrow. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
continue our story. Promptly at 2 o'clock the next day, Lawyer Masters and Bill Myers arrived at the judge's office. Well, here we are, Judge. Yeah, so I see. Right on time, too. We want to get this matter settled as soon as possible. Oh, sit down, sit down. Oh, right, Judge. Of course, Mr. Strong, you showed me plenty of credentials and all. But there's just one thing that really satisfied me, that you are Silas's nephew. Well, what's that, sir? I was given to understand that you always carried a gold locket around with you. One your mother gave you with her picture in it. Hmm? Uh, now, if you could show me that... A locket? Why, Oh, I... yes, you showed it to me on the train, Bob. Uh, oh. Do you have it with you, or did you leave it at the hotel? No, I... I guess I left it in my suitcase at the hotel. I see. Now, if you could get it and bring it here for me to see, we could get on with the business. Well, suppose we come back later, Judge. Bob can pick up the locket at the hotel while I tend to another matter here in town, then we'll come back. Hmm? Sure, that's all right with me. Of course, we could get certain proof if this young fella would give me the name of a friend or two in St. Louis. I could telegraph two for our description. Well, I... Uh... I didn't know many well, no people need there. That. Uh, it would take two or three days. We'll uh, get the locket and bring it to you. Come on, Bob. I'll be waiting for you to come back. We'll be back before long, Judge. Adios to him. Masters, what are we going to do? We'll get a couple of horses right away from the livery stable and ride out the Redskin Trail where we ambushed that strong fellow. Maybe he's been found by now. That trail's hardly ever used, so they tell me. Anyway, we'd have heard about it if someone had found his body. We'll get that lugget, bring it back to the judge. Then we can settle things and there'll be no more questions. <laughs> we'll leave Frontier Town tonight with a deed to the mine and the prospects of plenty of money for both of us from now on. While Lawyer Masters went to the livery stable for horses, Bill waited at the hotel. A short time later, Masters entered the room. Get the horses? Yes, that's at the back of the hotel. Listen, I've been thinking, Masters. You told the judge that you were shown that locket on the train. Maybe Strong carried it in a suitcase. He didn't show me the locket. I had to say something to cover up. I went through Strong's suitcase last night, but there wasn't any locket in it. And he must have carried it on his person. Yes, that's right. That's why we have to go out there and search him again. I thought I went through his pockets thoroughly, but I must have missed it. It's funny to me that the judge wants to see that considering all the credentials of Strong's that we showed him. Judge not has strange ideas sometimes, I hear. I guess old Silas mentioned the locket to him, and he thought that would be a good check on your identity. Well, what if we don't find it? We'll be in trouble if he checks with Strong's friends back east. I have a couple of friends in St. Louis. If we don't find the locket, I'll wire them tonight. Then you can give the judge their names. They'll telegraph your description to him. Now stop worrying. I've planned all this carefully, and I've covered every angle. You're a smart one, all right. Thanks. We have a lot at stake. Now, come on. We'll get the horses and ride out to search strong for that locket. Hey, I thought we were going to ride out the Redskin Trail, Masters. I'm just being careful, Bill. That's why we're taking this trail through Sagebrush Hollow. I want to be sure we aren't followed from town. Say, do you think somebody might follow us? No reason why they should. But as I said, it pays to be careful. 
We'll swing over to the Redskin Trail and come down from the other direction to the place where we left Strong. And I'm kind of worried. I thought the judge had settled things right away. Now, stop worrying. Just leave everything to me. We'll convince him that you're Bob Strong. You can be sure of that. Now, let's get a move on. Get up there. Get up there. Meantime, in response to a note Tonto had taken to town that morning, Sheriff Taylor of Frontier Town and a few of his men met the Lone Ranger and Tonto at an abandoned silver mine in the Enchanted Hills, not far from the old miner's shack. The Lone Ranger explained the situation, and they made their plans. Now, there's an arroyo near the place where we found Bob Strong. You can go there and watch the trail from hiding, Sheriff. Sounds like a good plan to me. But what makes you so certain they'll show up? I told Judge not to insist upon seeing a locket Bob was supposed to have been carrying. Of course, there isn't any such locket. You think they'll come there hunting for the body as soon as they can search for the lockets, that it? Yes, Deputy. I'd be anxious to get the matter settled quickly. But since you got the real Bob Strong at your camp, you can face him down in town and prove the other one's a phony. But we couldn't prove that they attempted to take Bob Strong's life. Hmm. That's the reason we planned this. The masked man's right. We've got a trapman to prove they tried to kill Strong. That's right, Sheriff. We ought to string them up. I hope they show up at the place. I hope so, too. Well, we'll go to the Arroyo now. We can see and hear them if they do show up. Steady, big fella. All right, let's go. Come on, settle there. Pull up a bit. Easy, Steady, easy, boy. Easy. The place where Strong fell is just around this bend. Sure hope we can get that locket. Yeah, so do I. It'll... Say, looks like the body is gone. Somebody must have found him. Are you sure that's where he was? Yes. We hid out in that clump of trees to the left, you remember? Yeah, that's right. Oh, there. Oh, oh. He's gone, all right. Say, look, do you think it's safe for us to go back to Frontier Town? They must have taken Strong there to the coroner's office. Why shouldn't it be safe? Nobody can prove we shot him. He'll just be a stranger, that's all. He isn't known at all in town, and we took all of his identification after we shot him. Well, I guess we might as well start back the way You're we came. You're not can. going anywhere, Masters. Get your hands up. Look, in the arroyo. A masked man and several men with him. We heard every word you said. We're taking you back with us. To You're come. not taking me. Get it back. Masters, wait! He's getting away. Cut him down. <laughs> Him. Sheriff, you and your men hold on to this one. I'm going after Masters. Right. Silver! Though Masters had a slight head start and was heading into Sagebrush Hollow, Silver, his great muscles gleaming in the sunlight, sprang forward at his master's call and raced after the fleeing crook. The Lone Ranger urged him onward with a ringing cry. Silver, faster boy! In a frenzy of fear, Masters, racing some distance ahead, shot wildly at the masked figure behind him. Thinking that Bob Strong was dead, he felt that any chance of escape was worth trying rather than face what he thought would be a charge of murder. Glancing back over his shoulder once more, he saw that the Lone Ranger had gained ground and was gradually closing up on him. He raised his gun and fired again. Missed him. My gun's empty. I'll swing off the trail into the sagebrush. Get up, fella. He, he says there's quicksand. No, no, it's a trick. Hurry up there, faster. I'll get it. It, it is quicksand. I, I'm in it. I'm, I'm sinking. 
Help! Help me! I can't. It, it fell short. I'm being pulled under. It, it's no use. My horse, he, he's gone. I'll try again. I'm struggling. Hurry, hurry. Here it comes again. Grab it quick. I, I got it. Pass it under your arms. All right. There it is. Hurry. Back, Silver. Back. Back. You did it. I, I'm on firm ground. All right, Silver. Come on. Hold oh, Silver. Steady, easy, big fella. All right, I'll loosen the lariat. There. Perhaps it would have been better if I'd have saved the horse instead of bothering with you, Masters. That, that quicksand almost got me. Men like you are a disgrace to their profession into the West. All right, come on. I'll take you back to Sheriff Taylor. A short time later, the Lone Ranger, with Masters on Silver with him, rode up to Sheriff Taylor and his men who were waiting with the other crook. Oh, Silver, boy. I see you caught him, mister. Good work. Looks like you dunked him in the mud. Steady, big fellow. Yeah. Use a minute. Get down, Masters. All right. Hey, uh, where's his horse? Masters rode into quicksand in Sagebrush Hollow, Sheriff. His horse is gone. I pulled Masters out. Should have let him go under, mister. He wasn't worth saving. The law will deal with him for what he's done. Booth. Both of us fired strong. You can't prove which one of us actually killed him. For a lawyer, you don't seem to know too much, Masters. If Bob Strong were dead, you'd both hang for his murder. You said if he were dead. He's alive and getting well. Charges will be brought against both of you for attempted murder. All of us heard you and this fellow Myers admit you aimed to kill Strong. You'll be charged with trying to cheat him out of his legacy, too. But, he, but where is Bob Strong? He was at my camp. Doc Drummond came with a buckboard and took him to town. He's now at Mother Willard's rooming house. He'll be well enough in a short time to appear against you at the trial. All right, take them back to town, Sheriff. All right, come on. That night, in Bob Strong's room at Mother Willard's rooming house in Frontier Town... Sheriff Taylor and Judge Knott, with the Lone Ranger, stood beside the young man's bed. Well, young fellow, looks like things have turned out all right for you, after all. Doug Drummond says I'll be up and around in a week. We'll come over tomorrow and settle your Uncle Silas's estate with you, Bob. Masters said there was a syndicate that wanted to buy the mine. That's why I trusted I happen him. to know there is a group that wants it. You can get a good, honest lawyer, like uh, Lawyer Westcott, to handle the deal for you. And you'll wind up with a good sum of money. You can take it and go back to St. Louis and set yourself up in business, young fellow. No, I... I'm going to settle down in Frontier Town. I, I like it out here. I'm glad you feel that way about it, Bob. We need sincere young men out here to help build the West. Well, Tonto's waiting outside for me, so I'll go along now. I'll see you again soon. Adios. Good night. Adios. Good night. Good night. Well, Bob, there goes a mighty fine friend to have. He saved your life, according to the doc. He even turned around and saved the ornery critter who tried to cheat and kill you. Yes, and he straightened things out for me, too. He believes in helping folks and saving folks' lives, not in killing like so many others out here. He's done more for the West than any other one man I know. You're right, Judge. It's funny, but even though I was at his camp, I, 
I still don't know who he is. Nobody rightly knows, Bob. But you can take it from me. When the Lone Ranger's on your side, you really got a friend you can always depend on. He's the finest hombre I know, barring none. This is a copyrighted feature originated by George W. Trendle and directed by Charles D. Livingston. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.